And that is why this is the best damn flag league in Jersey. The Cowboys are the first ever Bridge Flag Football League champions. And what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the OBFFL podcast, episode number 28 today. We have the week one of the Bridge Flag Football League uh, Fall League recap today. We have the Fall League week one recap as always, here alongside me, my father, Tommy Savaro, and the two commissioners of the league, Brandon Kersman, Augie Arbolato. We are here to recap the games today, talk about all the rosters, what we saw week one, what we liked, what we didn't like, all that good stuff. Remember, if you are new to the league, the podcast is central to the league. We talk about it. I'd like to say we give good advice. makes the league more fun. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make, to, make sure to subscribe completely for free. If you're listening on SoundCloud, follow the page and leave a like on the episode. Kurtzman, Augie, do we have anything to say before we get into it here? Um, there could be some field changes coming up in the next week or two. Just um, captains, be on alert in the group chats, and make sure you're notifying your teams as I'm notifying you of new information. But um, no, I'm ready to talk about week one's games. Augie, you have anything to say before we get into it? Um, I know the ref situation was a little sloppy. Um Pretty sure we we got that covered. We should have refs. Yeah, um, I had a no show, no call on one guy who yeah. also apparently was late to his varsity high school game the night before. Nice. So he's not doing very well in his uh his, his life. like his life, I guess. <laughs> so I'm going to, on that case, just say that we will be good on refs going forward, and that if someone is doing stats and they're on the field watching the game, they are allowed to make calls. That's okay. all I'm going to say about that, Dad. Do you have anything to say before we start here? Uh, as far as refs go? No, no as far as anything that. goes. No, we'll get into refereeing uh, later. All right, so let's start with the 12 o'clock games. Let's go first game of the day. We got Augie here. Let's talk about Arizona versus Arizona State, the uh, in-state rivalry game we got going <laughs> on here. Uh, let's let's talk about it. So the final score of that game was what, Kurtzman? Uh, 46-32 to 32, Arizona State. Okay, forty six to thirty two. Uh, we'll do stats at after. We'll do yeah. stats at the end. Augie, I'll swing it over to you first. How do you think your team played in the first week of the fall league? I think we did great. Um, as the game went on, we just were playing better as a team. Uh, we were down one going into half, I believe. But um, you got Bands' big pick six and it really turned things around. Backflip, hit a backflip, threw up. God bless the kid. <laughs> uh, but yeah, offense, Jack is a god, Julius is a god, my lineman Steve did great, True, all my linemen did great, uh, Noah's boy, the rookie, Ernest Calderi, big, big time flag grabber, I, I liked what I saw out of my team. That how do you how do you feel about the uh, Arizona State, which is led by us Augie's team? Well, I was interested to see how Augie came out, uh, their first series he did not look good. Mm. Uh, but Pretty then not, yeah. turned it right around in second series and never looked back. I thought he did a great job. I would like to see more sustained drives. I mean, he was perfect hitting the deep ball. Uh, I mean, he's got the receivers to do it, and they were, you know, getting behind the defenders, and I have no problem doing that. But I'd like to see some sustained drives because there will be uh, games he plays where it's not going to be that easy going deep. Do you want to apologize to the Savage League? Because all the Savage <laughs> League, all the, you called it the G League, all the Savage League players came out and showed out. Two of them we know. Jack and Julius, two guys you're very familiar with, Dad. After Jack Starner scored that first touchdown, he Jack, turned Jack right. He turned right to you. Game. He turned right to you and said, "Stop playing me. 
You told me I was going to have problems this week, and here I am toasting people. Well, I never said he's going to have problems. What I said was they play in an inferior league. This is the major leagues compared to what he's used to playing in. Okay. I, there's nothing wrong with that. Saying that he was a bad player, I never said that. I never said he was going to have a problem. If you're going to get butt hurt over oh, something I say <laughs> on this fucking on this podcast, then don't fucking play in this league. No, Jack wasn't butt hurt. He was just... He was emotional. He he. He wants to talk trash. The referee was holding the flag. Wrong, wrong move. He was no. He was talking trash. He was definitely talking everyone, trash. Everyone. Uh, Jack Starner, free Jack Starner. Everyone who played on the Jets from that Jets Absolutely. team last season got freed this week. Uh, they all played really well. But Jack, since we're talking about his game now, Jack is the best deep threat in the league as of right now. After week one, he's got the most receiving yards in the season. Augie, I have to give a lot of props to. Uh, played really well at quarterback. He had one of the best throws I've seen in this league, summer or fall so far. Rolling left, left across yeah, his body. Absolutely. Last second, sets his feet, sets gets his chest square to the throw, throws a bomb down the field to Jack. With a man bearing down. Yes, right? yes, with pass rush right in his face. Yeah. Threw an absolute bullet down the, down the field Great too. Pass. Very impressive We're from Augie. Right to right to Jack for the touchdown. Jack was super good. Uh other guys I want to talk about on Augie's team. Obviously, you talk about the line. Noah Torino was great. Amir Chambers, Augie was speaking up, yeah. speaking very high, highly of. Uh, another person, uh, the kid, uh, what's his name? I don't Ernie. know. Ernie? Ernest? Noah's boy? Yeah. yeah. What's Ernest, his name? Ernest. Ernest? Sorry, I'm sorry I don't know your name. Ernest was an absolute beast. Grabbed every flag for you guys. Julius, I thought, was really good playing safety. He was really lurking yeah. back there. A few pass breakups. He played really well for you. I think he'll get a little bit more involved in the passing game as you get more comfortable at quarterback. Uh, True, we know about True. He's a beast, brings the energy. I loved the way your team played in week one. Kurtzman, how did you feel about the way Arizona State looked week one? Um, I didn't get to see a lot of it because I was working the Clemson-Nord Dame game at the same time. But I did get to turn around. I did catch both of Jack Starner's touchdowns. Um, I saw Augie's big run where he might have, broke seven, eight tackles, couple spins. So, listen, I expected him to be a good quarterback. I know that he's super athletic, has a good arm, and it's very live, as we saw. But, um, like you said, more sustained drives just going forward. And But, listen, if the deep ball's working, the deep ball's working. So, right. yeah. don't change what works. Right, you say with the defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, listen. I, stop and he's got the guys. He got the, he got the guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he's got the guys to do it. So, who, listen. Who else, who else on uh – who else on, on your team had, that we haven't talked about yet? He got bands, had a big yeah, he pick said, six. Oh, yeah, 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 he oh, got bands, had the pick six. Um, Anyone else here that, that I'm Verdesco? Missing? Oh, yeah, Verdesco. Verdesco. On the two, on the conversions, too, Verdesco was slipping out. I was finding him. No, he had a really nice catch on the sideline on one of your scrambles. That was a, another really nice play. And he was snapping the ball well the entire yeah. game. Very underrated part of the... Uh, of the, the league. league. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Anyone else? Anyone else we're forgetting here on Augie's team? Um, not that I, I, don't, I have I, on the, I don't Not that I have Garvey, on the Garvey didn't oh, have Tom any. Garvey. He had the one catch. He got called back as the holding, but, uh, but Garvey's a smart player. I'm confident with him. Talking you the through field. the whole yeah, game yeah. and stuff. I was glad to see Noah back. Uh, you know, good player like that who got injured last year. It's good to see him back on the field. I thought he did great today. All right, uh, let's go to the next team, which is Arizona, Smitty's team. Yeah. Uh, we'll do stats. Remember, we'll read yeah, stats yeah. for both teams at the end of the mm-hmm. recap. Uh, talk, Dad, I'll, I'll swing it to you first. This was your first time really seeing Smitty in a game. I know you saw him playing a, a little bit one, one, one day. Right? How did you feel about how he played at quarterback? And how do you feel about, you know, Joe and Spo? Well, Joe we saw as a receiver and a, a defensive end this week. Right. Joe's very hyper. Very yeah. hyper. Very active. Uh, very emotional player. Uh, Spo is just fantastic. Like I said, at any point it could be the number one pick in any draft. 
And I did like the way Smitty played. I think that team is going to be fine, even though they, they got the L this week. I think they will be fine. I think that uh, they'll correct their mistakes, and uh, I expect them to be a, a contending team. Give me, what about Smitty? How did you, you feel? I thought he did well. I really did. Um, you know, A lot of dump into the linemen. I think he needs to throw it to the outside guys more. But no, okay. but he had the awareness where um, he knew that, you know, I think there was a, an offside play where he knew that he had his shot deep. He took it and he got it uh, on a deep uh, connection with Spo. Uh, I, I like the way he played. I, like I said, he's got he, he'll get used to the league, and as he does, he will get better. I see him as that type of quarterback, yeah, so I don't have yeah. a problem with him. No, yeah. his, his athletic ability pops though. He could he can move on the field. He's, he's got, got a good a, arm. He's got yeah. a good arm. They were driving too. They were like I said, they were up one on us at half. We got a little undisciplined towards the end of the half, but uh, I mean, we came back and once we, once uh, you got bands got that turnover. We yeah, you guys back. you yeah. guys turned up. Uh, who else on that team? Oh, you played against them, obviously. Who was, you know, giving you some some problems on that team? Uh, Joe is probably outside of Jake, the quickest D lineman off the edge. He was in the backfield every play. Um, Paulie, that the new kid, Paulie, he he's a big body receiver. He had a touchdown. He he looks like he could play. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. I, yeah, I don't I, know. I wasn't. I, I, don't I know only the played names. about like maybe six, ten plays on defense. Kurtzman, uh, do you have anything on there that, that we're, we're missing of their team right now? I, just I mean, don't know defensively, stats-wise, the only stats defensively in terms of sacks, interceptions, pass breakups was just two sacks and a pass breakup by Joe uh, Piscopo. So other than that, it looks like, for the most part, you did a good job of not getting sacked and not getting that you were, bad at you were refing You were refing that game. Why do you think uh, Augie's team pulled away from Smitty's team? What was, what was the main thing? Why, did they st- why couldn't they keep up scoring? Is what I'm asking. They came out, like I said, they were down a point uh, going in, uh, going to the second half. And then uh, after the uh, pick by... By uh, Egot Benz. Right, after that pick, <laughs> they kind of just took off. I mean, it, it, it shocked him a bit. You know, that was a great play. He, he jumped up to, to bat the ball down and just stuck in his hands and he was able to just fall into the end zone. Do a backflip. Yeah. <laughs> Throw up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great play. It really it ignited him and, you know, all he took advantage of that. And you think they just ran with the momentum from there? I think they did. Uh, yes. You think so? Your advice to Arizona on how to improve next week would be what? You know what? Just just take what the defense gives you. Uh, run your offense. You have the players to do it. Uh, ball control, sustained drives. I think they won't have a problem doing it because they have the players, they have the personnel to do it. You still like this team a lot. I do like forward. this team. Yes. Do you, do you think Smitty needs to run a little bit more as a quarterback, or, or did he do enough running? I don't. I'm not 100 percent aware of the. I, I don't know stats what his mobility is. I don't know if he's comfortable doing that. But nah, he it, could it, run. He no, could he run. could. Yeah, I know he could run. That's he went six for fifty. He went six fifty six on the ground with two touchdowns. So. Some, okay. some quarterbacks feel they could do more damage in the pocket. I have no problem with that. But you know, in this league, you know, mobility is big. So you know, if he's got that in his arsenal. You should use it. Okay. Uh, do we have anything else on this? Kurtzman, Augie, are we, are we missing yeah. anything in this game? I think they'll be fine. That you know, they'll they'll be they'll be a uh, middle of the pack team. No, yeah, no, I definitely think that they are good moving forward. Listen, that's probably the first time a lot of those guys, you know, playing together in this setting. Uh, I I think they're they're a team that will get better as the weeks go on. I believe in Smitty's a quarterback. Obviously, Spo and Joe as playmakers. They got other guys in that team. I'm gonna become more familiar with. A little worried about names. Joe Ivanak though, talking all that shit. Oh yeah, just to oh, get shocker. burnt, shocker. You know, yeah, Joe, Joe. Listen, Jack beat Joe twice. Joe needs to go out there and get his revenge next time they play. So yeah. All right, uh, let's move on. Oh, Kurtzman, give me stats on this game. Read me first Augie's team, and then go to Smitty's team. Augie, eleven of fourteen, 
um, for 240 yards, five touchdowns throwing. Also went seven rushes for, I believe it was like 84. 84 yards and a touchdown. Also had two interceptions on defense. True, two catches, both touchdowns, 40 yards. Also had a sack on defense. Um, he got bands, had a pick six and a pass breakup. Jack Starner, league leader in receiving yards after week one, had three catches, 110 yards, two touchdowns. Julius had three catches, 44 yards and a touchdown, also had two pass breakups. And uh, Steve Redesco, three catches, 30 yards, and caught two conversions. For I love Arizona how the State. conversions are a stat. Very, 100%. very important part of um, the league. For Arizona, Smitty, 17 of 23, 174 yards, three touchdowns, also threw three interceptions. Uh, six rushes, 56 yards, two touchdowns, throw. Uh, rushing. Spo only had three targets. I think that is something that I see on the stat sheet. And even if I know uh, Smitty was, I talked to him after the game and he said, whoever's open is open. And after I said that to him and I said, listen, I think at least for me, even if the guy isn't open, sometimes you just have to, you got to just throw the ball to him and hope he can make a play. He finished two for 35 and a touchdown. Uh, Joe Piscopo finished six for 60, had two conversions, one of which I saw where he caught the ball on the left side, ran all the way back to the right side and got in. Um, he's always diving at the pylon, I feel like. Also had two sacks and a pass breakup. Joe DeMeo, four catches, 18 yards. Joe Ivanak, one catch, 25 yards, touchdown. Zach Bilheimer, two catches, 25 yards. And Paul Coldonado, one catch, oh, two catches, 11 yards, and a touchdown. Okay. Uh, let's. Are we keeping stats of extra points? Uh, the, yes, the, the I was. Yeah. yeah, I was writing down the team in terms of team stats right now. I will give you the in a second about this game. Just go on to the next game, and I'll get that. In All right. A uh, the other twelve o'clock game was Clemson versus Notre Dame. That is Dom Gutowski's team versus the Damn. Sam Allen led uh, Notre Dame Fighting Irish. So. Kurtzman, give me the final score of this one before we get into Notre the Dame breakdown. won 25-17 over Clemson. Clemson had a chance, uh, four downs from inside the 20 on the last possession to tie the game up. So I think the stats may be a little deceiving in terms of uh, and how close the game was okay. to what it actually had occurred. Um, I roughed the entire game. I saw every play from yeah. start to finish. Before you go, I was going to let them, I was gonna oh, go let them do their okay. quick input. And then okay. I saw, me and you probably saw most of it, obviously. We'll go a little bit deeper into it. Go right ahead. Uh, Augie, I'll start over here with you. You said you saw a, a little bit a little of it. Bit. What was your What was your takeaway? Um, everyone was sleeping on Sam Allen, and Sam came out looking good. Um, QHG is a god. Yeah. Even though he didn't get the ball that much on offense. Three uh, picks on D. Uh, Nick King got freed. He, nine he, targets. Nine, okay. Yeah, lead the league in targets. Nine targets. Uh, Nick, Nick started off the game. He, I saw a few drops, but uh, after the game he said he had two touchdowns, I think. So, shout out Nick King. All right. Um, that's, that's, I didn't really see that much, though. Dad, you have anything? Uh, from what I saw, first of all, I didn't sleep on Sam Allen. I, I always said that he was, he was a player. Uh, I'm glad that he got his chance to shine here. I would like to see him get the ball to Q more. Uh, that's your number one pick. Uh, establish rapport with him, get him the ball early and often, in space, it'll work for you, it'll, it'll work out. The thing that disturbs me, five turnovers and they only won by one possession. Mm. That that bothers me. Okay, Kurtzman, so let's get into those five turnovers and... Oh, one, one more thing. Uh, we were mid-game and True, True literally stopped what we were doing on our field to guess up Joe DeNoya because I think he had like a big, <laughs> yeah, an big rush. Yeah, uh, an interception, interception or a big Joe rush. Joe DeNoya's one of the league of rushing this year. <laughs> yeah. <Right>. So, <laughs> all right, so Kurtzman, let's get into the uh, little bit deeper analysis in this one. Uh, I'll start off, I'll start here, Kurtzman. I really think... Sam Allen was super prepared this weekend. I'm just going to say how it was. 
He came out, put Joe Denoya in the backfield with him. They ran the ball a few times, I, and I'm not saying it was the difference of the game, but it's a different look. It makes yeah, it makes it easier for you. Uh, he was targeting Nick King. You know, Nick King was, was a little bit slept on coming into the season because of that. You know, that Jets team was terrible last season, so a lot of people forgot Nick King is a really good athlete and can really play. Nick King was good despite a few drops. Uh, Quinton is a beast. What's his thing? QHG. It's just his initials. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying yeah. QHG. Yeah, it's his right. initials. Yeah. So Quentin QHG, whatever he goes by. <laughs> I go uh, by Q. Quentin Q. Q, Q whatever you want to call. Got a lot of names you can call. Q him. is a beast. Uh, he came out three interceptions. He's an explosive player. Caught a deep ball. Sam Allen really threw the deep ball very well. Uh, Curse, can you tell me some of the linemen on Sam's team? I definitely want to show them. Doug, oh, Nick Douglas, my my one critique, Sam Allen, I think you got to throw the ball to Nick Douglas a little bit more off the line. He is a beast off the line when he catches the ball and runs with it. And uh, Nick Douglas might, if there was a stat for QB hurries, QB pressures, Nick Douglas might lead the league in it. Yeah, so, he uh, he, he was in bad. Dom's face a lot. A lot. And it's not easy Saturday. to bat the ball from Dom. No. And he was doing Dom, it. Dom, 6-7, high release. I Nick Douglas played a very good game yeah. on Saturday. Who else was on that line? Um, For them, they didn't have Nick Milano this week. Uh, they used Jarawar and Joe Martino, who I think both played pretty yeah, well. Yeah, they did. Sam had time to throw. Sam looked mobile back there. Yeah. Uh, Give me, give me something. How you, how you feel about uh, the Notre Dame? Listen, I think it's alarming. Like you said, they turned, they had five turnovers, four turnovers, and they only won by eight points. So I think they had two drives in the beginning of the game that started from inside the 15 yard line of Clemson, and they didn't capitalize on either one. So I think Clemson played good defense to keep themselves in the game. Um, to the first two interceptions, I'm not going to fault Dom for. Uh, the first one was tipped off of his lineman's hands and right into Quinton's hands. Uh, the second one, tough catch for Zach Shire. I expect him as one of the better receivers in the league to make the catch. but um, And it fell right into Joe Noy's hands. And then Dom threw two other bad picks in the middle of the game, both to Quinton. Uh, one in the middle of the game when he was targeting Dylan, and one at the end of the game just trying to keep the game alive on fourth down. Um, like I think we talked about it before the podcast, Dom needs to play better. I saw four, five, six throws that... He was on the run and just threw it into the the ground like four feet in front of his receiver. And I think that Ooh. I didn't expect that from him. And I told I told him during the game, I said, listen, you're um it looks like you're releasing the ball way too late. Like it looks like you're releasing it when your arm is coming towards the ground. That's why that's happening. So I, I told him just like kind of slow your slow your body down as you're trying to throw it. I know I used to like try to rush throws a lot when I was playing quarterback, like my first years of doing yeah. it. So I just think that uh in that respect, Dom, I think, will get better. I think it was his first time playing quarterback, Yeah, I was really. going to say, so let's talk about the rest of Clemson as well. How do you think, talk about Emmerich. I thought Emmerich was really good. Uh, he had that nice touchdown catch. He was a little bit unaware of the rules, and that's what happens when you're, you know, your first time playing in the league. I thought he was really good. They put him on, on uh, Q. They had him manning him up the majority yeah. of the game, and he battled. He played. I thought Emmerich played really well. And outside of that one long touchdown that Q had, I thought Emmerich had a very good day guarding him. Um, listen, I think that Clemson has a lot of athletes that can make plays for Dom, and I think that they're going to be one of those teams that, all right, we're looking at them now, and we're saying, okay, you looked pretty bad in week one, but you almost won when turned the ball over four times. Yeah. But I could see them in weeks to come. Um, 
just kind of getting better. I think Dom had decent timing on his, like, the plays that you could tell that he was catching the snap and he knew exactly where he was going to go with the ball. He threw it on, like, a timing route type of thing. He hit Emmerich on a couple of nice slants. He hit Dylan on a nice, uh, like, Tangart out that Dylan almost took to the house. I just think that they're going to be a team that as they play more together and get better, I can yeah. see them. I think their line also didn't play up to the level that they could play. Right? Oh, I thought his line was actually pretty good. I, I, maybe, I thought maybe. Douglas was in his face all day. And that was true. a huge... That was that a huge part of the game. I think Douglas had two or three swats at the line on Dom. Jarwar had a swat at the line. He had Vinarina. He hit Vin on a nice pass, yeah. though. Uh, Listen, Matt, there were, there yeah. were flashes. There were flashes of good throws. The throw to Emmerich on the on the fade that he hit yeah. him back shoulder, that was a phenomenal throw. I think that, like I said, as the, they get better, I think the season, as the season goes on, yeah. they will continue. I, I think Dylan team. was hard on himself. He said he has to play better. I know he dropped the touchdown. That could have changed the game. He... He actually caught it and was running, and yeah, the ball it. just fell as yeah, he was now, running. Dylan, how do you think he looked health-wise, Dylan? I think he was fine. I think okay. he told us he wasn't going to play defense, but he ended up being on the field for probably more than half the defensive yeah, snaps anyway. Yeah, Dylan was saying he needs to play a little bit more defense next week. Hopefully he'll be a week healthier, another week you know, off that, that injury he suffered in the one day. Uh, I think, like you said, Kersman, I think they're going to be fine. I think they're just another team. Week one really doesn't mean that much to me. I think they have to just keep playing as a team, keep improving, keep learning how to play with each other, everything that you said. Uh, as far as Dom goes, I think, like you said, he missed a, lot, a few easy like a throws. a lot of throws and, and he, and, he missed. Yes, and he just has to clean it up. That's all it comes down to. Clean it up, get better, uh, keep developing relationships with your receivers and your teammates, gain chemistry. I think they will be fine moving forward. Kurtzman, give me stats on this one here. Okay. Um, Sam Allen finished 8 of 19 for, I'm sorry, I can have it right here. Sorry, he finished 8 of 19 for 134 yards, 4 touchdowns, also had 3 carries for 25 yards. Douglas finished with 1 catch, 10 yards, but it was a touchdown, also had 3 pass breakups and a sack. Uh, Q had 3 catches, 80 yards and a touchdown, also had 3 interceptions on defense. Nick King, f- uh, 4 catches for 35 yards and a touchdown, or 2, uh, I'm sorry, one touchdown, and also had a conversion. Uh, Jordan Fireman had a pass breakup. Joe Denoya had one catch, nine yards, three rushes for 21 yards, also had an interception, and Jarawar had a pass breakup at the line. Okay. For the for Clemson, Dom finished 13-30, 161 yards, one touchdown, four interceptions, like we talked about already. Um, the interceptions, he has to clean them up. He also had two rushes for 12 yards and also had a touchdown. Um, Dylan finished three catches, 54 yards, uh, Matt Hughes, one catch, 10 yards. Zach Charest, four catches, 19 yards. Also had a pass breakup on the first play. Hughes also had a sack and a safety. Vinarina, three catches, 40 yards, two sacks and a safety. A good game from him, Huge as day. I always see him making plays on D-line. Nick Body had a pass breakup. Tommy Torrey had a sack. And Emmerich had the two catches, the one being the touchdown. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think they're fine moving forward. So just as a little... Um, thing I want to keep track of this season to kind of see if uh, how conversions are being worked. So uh, Notre Dame went 1-for-3 on 1-point conversions, 0-for-1 on 2-point conversions. Uh, Clemson went 1-for-2 on their 1-point conversions and did not con- attempt a 2-pointer. Arizona was 2-for-3 on 1-point conversions, 0-for-2 on 2-point conversions, and Augie's team was 3-for-5 on 1-point conversions and 1-for-2 on 2-point conversions. Okay. So I'm going to keep track of this throughout the season. I want to see if it's how what the percentage hit rate of hit- hitting it for 2 is. So I think that's just something cool to, for us yeah. all to know. No, I agree. 
Uh, let's move on to the 115 games now. We'll start with your game, Kurtzman. You are Ohio State? If I, no, no, I'm you're Oklahoma. Oklahoma versus Ohio State, who yes. was in Bimbo's team. So, Kurtzman, we will start with, in my opinion, this was the game of the day. Uh, I'll come out and I'll say that. Uh, Dad, I'll turn it over to you first. Did you see? You saw the end I of this. Watched the you saw the end of it. Yeah, give me, give me your takeaway. Minutes. I'll let you and Augie do your takeaways first, and then me and Kurtzman will yeah, go. To me, it was a heavyweight uh, title fight. These guys were going at it. When I got there, uh score was 40-40. <laughs> a real Big 12, a real Oklahoma Big yeah. 12 game. Yeah, it was just uh, there, there was no defense. Not, not that, you know, defense wasn't good, just that the offense was so good, you just couldn't stop on the other side of the ball. Uh, then what I saw is uh, the game changer where uh, – Mibbo throws across his body a little high to Pete. Pete bounced it off his hands, and uh, Tyson and Tyson picked it off and ran for pick six. And after that, that just changed the game. Uh, very evenly matched teams. I expect these teams to be there at the end of the season. Okay, Augie. Um, Kersman got his new guys involved. I looked up. I saw uh, Ed Zalek uh, had a long ball catch. Um, Jimmy was all over the field on defense. Uh, Tyson. And even Chris on the conversion. It was like a make-a-wish uh, score. But, um, he wasn't very happy with everyone yeah, going crazy. All the young boys showed out. Uh, the rookies showed out. But, um, yeah, I didn't see much, so I'll hand it off to Kersman. All right, uh, Kersman, how do you feel about your new team? So, before the game, I... I was just a little nervous because, like, I like the Browns last year in the summer. They it was a very cohesive unit. Everyone knew their role. Everyone knew I, I. Everyone knew what they were expected to do when the game when we got to the game. Um, I just didn't know it was a new guy, new team, new guys. A lot of rookies on my team. A lot of guys I just didn't know how they were going to play when, uh, when it was the middle of the second half. Who's going to be ready to make a play? And obviously Tyson made a huge one for us. Um, I think everyone on my team played well. I think. Everyone, I got everyone involved. Everyone caught a pass. Uh, I had five guys who caught at least three passes, and no one had more than six targets. So I was really spreading the ball around. I wanted to see what people had. I was playing people in a lot of different positions, um, and I really just think that we played really well. And then I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I think I played one of my better games that I have probably in in my season. Yeah, no, my you, seasons of playing quarterback. Yeah. Listen, you were regular season quarterback. We know. Yeah, you were, you were hot <laughs> at the moment. No, you were hot. You were a high emotion game. That was it was a barn burner for sure. Uh, people I want to shout out on your team, uh, you got to shout out Santiago, snapping the ball very good the entire game. Phenomenal. Uh, Jimmy Frio, very good blocking, Jimmy. very good on defense, making a lot of plays, long arms grabbing the flag. Uh, your receiving core, Nick Tompkins, Abby, Ed Zalek, Tyson, scary, scary, scary matchups for those guys. A lot of speed, big bodies, athletic, very tough for anyone to guard. You know that that and we unit. didn't even have Michael Leva. Yes, so. and Michael Leva did not show up. For yeah, him. he's a dog. Anyway, am, am I forgetting anyone else? Here yeah, here? Mike DeRose. Oh, Ooh. Mike DeRose Ooh. and Mike DeRose. Oh, time out. Time out. Time out. Mike DeRose snapped. Mike DeRose <laughs> snapped in his rookie in his rookie debut, his, his first game. I felt like every time Kurtzman <laughs> needed anything, Mike DeRose was wide open, yeah. getting you know finding the open spot, and he made uh, what were his numbers real quick, Kurtzman? Uh, Mike DeRose three catches, thirty seven yards, two touchdowns, and a conversion. So yeah. basically, yeah, every time he caught zone. the ball, he was, it was, in the end he was zone. literally ma- thought he had three touchdowns. Yeah, yeah he two was touchdowns in, and a conversion. Yeah, so. three catches so, all in the end zone, right? And he texted me um, about an hour ago asking, "What did I? How did I do? How do you think I played?" And I told him, "Listen, you." Did everything I, I go. You did everything I asked you to do, and you caught two touchdowns. I'm very happy. Yeah, Mike, Mike like, Rose the V. Shout out to Mike Rose. Yeah, uh, no, he played Speaking great. of Kurtzman at quarterback, after the game, 
he came out with a controversial statement. We got to put it out there. It makes its way to the podcast, and it transitions into the next team. Kurtzman, after the game, came up to me and goes, I'm the best fucking quarterback in the league. I don't care what anyone says. He was hot. He was emotional. Do you still defend this? Do you defend that statement? Well, let's put it like this. You said before the game, the year started, you said that I was second best quarterback behind IB. Yeah. Now me and IB played each other, and I outdueled him. Mm. I beat him fifty-five to forty. We both. I was putting every time he scored, I came right back down the field and scored. We both threw one interception. His interception just meant a little more because it was at a uh, bigger junction of the game. Um, with that being said, IB is still one of the most talented players, if not the most talented player in the league. But I think we always have this uh, when it comes to Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady a little bit. I'm not calling myself Tom Brady, obviously. I don't wow. have the rings to defend so that. So now you're, you first no. were Russell Wilson, now yeah. you're Tom Brady. Honestly, I think you're I a picture Russell of Russell Wilson, Wilson and no, Tom Brady. But I think I think there's a. Listen, you tell me I'm not better than him. I go out and beat him. So, so well, basically. What does that mean? So basically, Kersman stays at two, IB goes to three, and I jump to one. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> my thing on this, so now you're a quarterback wins guy. Interesting. Very interesting. When, when was I not a quarterback wins guy? No, quarterback win, win is a quarterback stat. That's no, it's not me. But you but, came, uh, but, yeah, right. but I... All right, I, let's, I, talk, let's talk about Ohio look at State. My, look at my stats. Let's talk Wait, about... Can I say something about this? Yeah. When I was picking this game, I, I, I praised that, you know, Jake and, and, and IB were the best athletes in the league, and I still stand on that. But when they asked me who was going to win this game, I said Kirkson's going to win. reason why he's the best quarterback in this league is because he knows his players better than any other quarterback knows their players on their team. He knows exactly how to use them. The kid's the smartest quarterback in the league on the field. I'll defend that until this league doesn't play anymore. All right, well, let's move on to Ohio State. Anthony Bimbo was incredible. Jake incredible. Esposito was incredible. Yeah. Uh, and TJ, that's what we expected. No, absolutely. We knew, listen, I told my team before the game, I said, listen, Jake and IB are going to get theirs. We don't. We have to stop the other. We have to limit them at our best and try to make other people beat what us. Did Jake, what did Jake say to you after the game, Christian? Oh, uh, <laughs> that he hasn't beaten me yet yeah. since we've been playing these uh, these leagues. So, Listen, uh, Jake just makes so many plays, man. Yeah. On first off, offensively catches the ball on a screen pass, runs the field, one on one man coverage. Runs the field for a touchdown again. Kirsten, you tried to man him up. You, you started playing really well on him. I thought that was one of your better jobs defensively, and that's not easy to do. Yeah. Uh, Jake will attest to that 100%. Jake had that ridiculous fade in the Oof. end zone on Tyson. One hand, got both feet in. Perfect throw. Perfect also. throw from the him. Ball was, the ball was from the video that Jake got from someone taking a video for him from the back yeah. of it. The ball was thrown out of bounds, and Jake got the Snagged ball and hand. made sure he got the and, and Bimbo in And Bimbo is just incredible to yeah, me. 100%. Uh, IB, just the way he makes people miss in the backfield, the way he buys time, can throw from any arm angle on the run, you know, stop setting his feet on a dime. IB is incredible. I thought TJ Angstad had a pick against you and on yeah. offense, he, he played a really good game, had a nice catch on the sideline for that Yeah, touchdown. I couldn't see it from my side, but it looked, it, was, it looked like it was a fastball thrown in there by IB and TJ just dragged both feet. Johnny Samarco, beast yeah. as always, uh, all over the field, everywhere. Listen, this game was a shootout, and complete, everyone was making plays. Complete shootout. Uh, can, you, uh, keep re- can you read me off some players on their team? I'm drawing yeah, a blank um, on, on Ohio State. Pete. Pete, Prem. Uh, Pete had, did Pete have a touchdown in this game, Prem too? Prem had a big pass. Prem had, uh, on Pete had a, t- a touchdown. Pete yes. did have a touchdown. Pete, we know Pete comes off the line. Johnny, makes touchdown. Plays. TJ, t- uh, touchdown. Jake, three touchdowns. Yeah, Jake, three touchdowns. Um, Prem, you said, had a, a huge uh, pass breakup. Uh, it was just, listen, that game was a complete barn burner. I thought it was a phenomenal game. Uh, this could e- They could easily be the champions. Either one of these teams, could, in my opinion, could easily end up as league champs. 
I love the way they look week one. I think both teams need to fix up their defense a little bit. But IB versus Kurtzman was everything that it we you know all the, uh, everything that we thought it would be. I still give IB the slight edge over Kurtzman because of the arm strength. I just think he makes some throws. Christian Catataro on Ooh, that sideline. That's a throw and a half. Great catch from Christian. Got his feet in too, but that's just a throw and a half from IB. Mm-hmm. Super talented, super incredible, awesome game. Shout out to everyone in this game. Everyone played well, well really. Uh, it was it was a really good, no, really good it game. It was a great game. Uh, give me the stats on this one, Christian. IB finished 18 of 25, 251 yards, six touchdowns, one interception. Also had three carries for 49 yards. Jake Esposito finished six catches, 102 yards, and three touchdowns. Had the most fantasy points on the day for a non-quarterback. Johnny Samarco finished three catches, 34 yards, and a touchdown. TJ Angstead had two catches, 18 yards, touchdown. Also had the interception. Uh, Christian Carataro, two catches, 45 yards. Had a nice pass breakup. Could have possibly been a pick six. Um, Pete, two catches, 16 yards, touchdown. Prem had a pass breakup and one catch for 12 yards. And Morick had one catch for 21 yards. Oh, and also, Morick had a good day, man. He was in the backfield on every single play. But you made a lot of, of really tough dangles and, and jukes on him. Yeah. But Morick, I thought, had a really good day, too. Yep. Um, they As a team, they finished two for six on conversions. They went for two four times, got it twice, didn't get either of their one-point conversions. So... Two for six on conversion sometimes can come back to haunt you. Uh, for my team, I finished 18 and 27, 240 yards, uh, four touchdowns, also at 126 rushing yards and three touchdowns. Tyson, three catches, 31 yards, had the big pick six that ended Huge up being the six. game winner. Uh, also caught a conversion. Abby, three catches, 20 yards, a sack, and also had a conversion. Nick Tompkins, three catches, 58 yards, touchdown. Jimmy Friel, three catches, 20 yards, also had three sacks and a safety, which basically sealed the deal. Uh, Ed Zalek, what? Have a day, Jimmy. Have a day, Jimmy Frail. Ed Zalek, two catches, 50 yards, and had a touchdown. Also had a conversion. Mike DeRose, we talked about, three catches, 37 yards, two touchdowns, conversion. Um, Santiago, one catch, 18 yards, like you said before, great snaps the whole game. And he also, uh, we had a lot of, we had good chemistry for a first game of yeah. him snapping to me. Uh, there was a couple, there was one play where I saw the defense wasn't ready, and I just started clapping my hands to get the snap, and he knew just yeah. snap the ball and let's go. So I was happy about that. And C-Bands, big catch on the conversion following the Tyson pick six, which ended up being the game-winning conversion, I guess. So I was happy to get everyone involved. Everyone caught the ball, and I'm excited this week, too. Shout out C-Bands. Yeah, Shout I, I, out C-Bands. all right, let's get to the last game of the day here. It was UCLA versus TCU. That is Rob Lacanti's team versus Matt Schaefer. against Matt Schaefer's team. Uh, Kurtzman, do you have? I know me and you watched the least of this game. Um, Dad and Augie were watching this one. Uh, how do you feel about this game? What were your takeaways? Um, well, listen, I played during it, yeah. so I, don't, I didn't really see much. Um, when I was at the game, I kind of tried to look at it a little bit, just kind of see what was going on, and they finished before me, so I didn't really get to see anything after. But um, I saw Liam Knowles' one-handed touchdown catch, yeah, which really was nice. very nice. Um, that was on fourth down, too. I did. I saw, yeah, it was, oh, it was on fourth yeah, down. I also didn't down. know that. Um I saw Matt Marola. Um, I saw one of his fumble fumbles forced. I don't know if that was the one that they recovered or not, but from what everyone has said, he was an absolute Khalil Mack-esque player in the first half. Before. If Matt played the whole game, that because it was only, I think, It was 6-0 six six nothing nothing at halftime, yeah, so, so... Yeah, he could have made a big bigger difference in the second half if he was able to go. I know his, uh, his hamstring, calf, whatever, came up a bit lame. Um, no, I really didn't see much. Um, from what the stats tell me... Schaefer just needs to throw the ball more, and because he only had nine attempts, so I 
I think that just needs to you just need to let the ball fly sometimes. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's all I got in terms of that game. I didn't get to see it. I know you saw it. You refed it. So let's hear more about it. Yeah. Uh, Augie, I'll turn it over to you first. How, what were your takeaways from this one? Um, offensively, it, it was a slow start, especially for UCLA. They finished with 35 points. They were only up 6 nothing. Uh, Liam's a beast. Rob was thrown at him. Uh, Austin was all over the field offensively. Defensively, I'm, I think Austin had two safeties, three sacks, some shit like that. He, he was going off. Um, but, yeah, Rob, Rob was doing his thing. He was running like he usually does. Um, and uh, they just got to get Billy, I think, a little more involved. Okay. Um, who am I missing on that team? UCLA? Yeah, UCLA. Wiz. Oh, yeah, Wiz went off. Stop playing with Wiz. Another Jets player. Another yeah, Jets player. I think every Jets player got will, a dub this week. I will say this about Wiz. Liam I thought Riley. I thought Wiz was so impressive on that one play. After the catch. Where after yeah. the catch, caught the ball, was following his blocker, beautifully changing, moving his hips, getting up the field. Uh, Wiz looked great. Dad. TJ Brown I, had a touchdown. TJ Brown was in the backfield every play, uh, getting pressure. Uh, they, they did a good job as a, as a whole team. Dad, how did you feel about this one? Uh, disappointed uh, on, on in both teams actually. Wow. I know uh, UCLA scored 35 points, but uh, I I didn't see enough sustained drives. Uh, I thought that catch by Liam was was absolutely brilliant. Great play by a great player. Uh, Rob, I would have liked to see Rob uh, utilize the matchups more and throw the ball more than run. I know he's a good runner. I know he's good with that. But if he threw the ball, like I said, probably would have more points, more sustained drives. I like to see more of that out of him. Uh, as far as the other side, uh, TCU, very very disappointed in their line play. Uh, missing two linemen. Yes. Uh, missing two. Very disappointed in the line play. Didn't. Uh, I, I'm not going to sit here and critique their, their quarterback because, like I said, he was pretty much on the run all day because he didn't have good line play. But I would have liked to see him adjust to what he had. If you're getting that big of a rush, I would like to see more screens. Uh, I, I, there were matchups that he could have taken advantage of that he didn't. And I believe he only had maybe nine pass attempts on the yeah. day. you got to have more than that. Yeah, I think okay. nine I, pass you can attempts. say he's running for his life a lot because you've you got to come up with a quick hit. you got to come up with something to, to you know, take with the, like I said, always take what the defense gives you. Yeah. So. Uh, and um, I didn't see the adjustments there, and it's very disappointing. On TCU, uh, when Matt went out, uh, kid Sean McDonald's his last name. He he was doing good on D line. He was causing pressure. I think I had he, two sacks. Two sacks. Yeah, he he was uh, definitely a presence. So listen, that team is missing two of their linemen, Scott Cruzman and Damian. Who we know Damian's a beast. We know what he could do. Scott as well. We know he's a big body. He's a beast as well. I think if their full team is there, it's a, it might be a different game, like you said. I hope so. I didn't watch much of it, but if there was, if the problem, if you're telling me was their offensive line, they missed two of their first four picks were linemen, and two of them didn't show up. So that that matters a lot. Yeah, I know. I know Joe Pip was getting doubled. Uh, you, you still uh, that that means that you have single coverage on this side. You got to be able to utilize that, and you got to find a way. Move Joe around. Uh, you know, put him in motion. Yeah. You, you got you got to be able to get your best player the ball. What you a, have to. What about uh? How do you think? Uh, Rob, if you're if you're giving advice to Rob, uh, do you think if you you know someone like Billy, a bigger target? I right. know. I, I would like to see. Uh, I know he threw Billy a jump ball. I don't want to see Billy with jump balls. You know what? Get him out in space. You want you want to get him one on one coverage. Run a post corner. That'll get you one on one coverage at the corner. If you put it up in the corner, you're gonna have a you're gonna have a, a good a better chance of, of getting a jump ball there if you put the ball in the corner with Billy on a post corner than than just outright have him go out and just throw it up to him. Okay. Uh, utilize him more. Um, the, the one bright spot for TCU, Matt Marola. To me, watching two seasons of this of this league, 
that might have been the most singular dominant performance I've ever seen by a lineman, uh, by any player, but as far as that goes. He was in the backfield on every snap, every snap. He was in the quarterback's face every play, stripping the ball uh, uh, twice, two, two strip uh, sacks and recoveries. Uh, he was an absolute animal. I, I feel terrible that, you know, he, he got hurt and he had to pull himself out of the game. Uh, he was definitely a difference maker when he was in there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think due to Matt's injuries, I feel like also he just needs to kind of do more of like a um, be in when it matters more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe don't play every single snap on defense. Play the third and fourth downs. Play the – that's what I was doing with Abby a lot. I'd let Abby because I let him sit on first and second down, play him on third and fourth down. So you can get – you get more people in the game that way while also – conserving your very good players for when the plays matter the most. No, uh, I just think this. Uh, week one really doesn't matter that much. No. Uh, six teams make the playoffs. TCU is when everyone's there, when everyone, you know, you got your full line there. Uh, you have playmakers on our team still. Brandon Giles, Joe Pip on the outside. Mike you got Freeman. Mike Freeman. Like, you still have veteran players. You have guys that know how to win in this league. So, uh, I'm not worried about them at all, honestly. I just think you need another week organization, maybe get another practice in, something like that. Yeah. I think they'll be fine moving forward. Their team just needs to show up. They just need to have the kids there. Yeah. Um, I also talked to Joey after the game because he had to go back to work to finish uh, closing the store before he got to leave, and then he was on the road. And uh, he told me he wasn't worried. Yeah. He told me that he felt that with – there are other linemen there. They'll be able to do more things on offense, and they also believe in Schaefer, and there's no word that they're benching him or anything after the first week, I, which I'm happy about. I think that he should get a chance to get a few games under his belt and really see if he can do something in this league. Okay. Um, I, I, I Listen, you got stats on this one? Yeah, I'll give you stats real quick. Matt Schaefer, 5 for 9, 1 touchdown, 2 interceptions, only threw for 50 yards uh, had 7 rushes for 45 yards and a touchdown um, Joe Pep just 2 catches 22 yards Matt Marola we talked about it already but 3 sacks he told me he could have had 5 or 6 sacks also had 2 fumbles forced 1 fumble recovered he was in the backfield all day Sean McDonald debut 2 sacks Brand Giles had 1 catch 8 yards Anthony Gary 1 catch 14 yards and Mikey Freeman had 1 catch for 30 yards they were 1, and two, one for 2 on conversions both 1 pointers Rob Akati finished 19 of uh, 19, 9 of 24, five touchdown throws, 133 yards. Um, he finished nine carries for 91 yards on the ground. Liam Knowles finished three catches, 55 yards, and a touchdown. Also had two interceptions on defense. Uh, Billy Andrews was held catchless, but at five targets, I feel like that'll just get better and continue to grow with uh, Rob. Wiz three catches, 53 yards, two touchdowns. Austin, big game. Two catches, 11 yards, and a touchdown. Also had a conversion. Austin was a beast. And also had three sacks, two being safeties, and one pass breakup. So another big day for Austin. He's one of the league's best linemen on both sides of the ball. Um, Ryan Semino, a a new player in the league, uh, had an interception. So good for him. I'm hoping that he gel with his new team. Hopefully finds more playing time. Wiz also had a sack. I'm sorry I missed that. TJ Brown, newcomer in the league. One catch, 14 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Cologne had a sack and Pasquale Fuda had a really nice catch on the sideline. But he, I guess he was out of bounds. Oh, that was out of bounds. Yeah, crazy I saw it from my field and I saw it because the ball was in the air forever. It felt yeah. like uh, he yeah, came down with fun. it. I guess it was just a little out of bounds. Uh, referee makes a call, but uh, yeah, that's all I got for this. We game. went to review it. Yeah, yeah, they they really? Wow. Okay, that's because Vin was in the back and me and Tommy were on the other side. Okay. 
Alright. Alright. Uh that's it for the games. Let's that's uh it for the games. So let's let's do uh we have we're gonna get into our, our power rankings the, uh, here. Oh, wait, wait actually games. actually wait, wait, wait before, before oh yeah, well, alright, let's Let go over yeah, 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 the last week's picks. Yeah. Do you have your dogs of the week? Yeah, he'll yeah, get yeah. to him. He'll get to him. Last week's picks, Dag. Go ahead. Uh, TJ went three and one. Okay. Where he was wrong on uh, Kurtzman, Ohio State beating Kurtzman. Kurtzman was three and one, where he was wrong with Clemson winning over Notre Dame. And the person that was perfect, of course, as if you have had a doubt, was me at four and zero. Oh, you're one, oh, you're one game ahead. All right. Um, oh, it'll be. What like was the poll? Win. The poll on Twitter said that Tommy TJ was, was going to win by one percent. Oh, TJ won one percent. There you go, losers. I, ah. <laughs> I fuck with the people thinking that you know I got the best feel around the league. No, you don't. Listen, everyone tell Augie's like TJ. All TJ you does pick against Kurtzman every week. So how are you going to lie? How you gonna win? <laughs> if I start picking Kurtzman, he's gonna lose games. It's better that I pick against him. I'm just, I'm motivate I'm motivating him. Thanks. Um, yeah, but then I'm I'm like an in-game coach for Kurtzman. I'm on I'm on telling his players what to do. Yeah, Kurtzman, yeah. Kurtzman, tell you you're telling my players what to do, but then they come to the huddle and I tell them what to do. So, uh, we're watching the Yankee game here. Edwin Carson, you know, and Carnacion just popped out. We thought it was a home run. Everyone just got excited in here. Just uh, to give you a little uh, <laughs> recap on how teams did conversion-wise as a league. 14 of 28 on one-point conversions, 3 of 10 on two-point conversions. So, mm. I think listen, the conversions matter. They matter a lot. A lot. Um, All right, Dad, give me your dogs of the week. Roof, roof, roof. <laughs> roof, roof. Dog of the week. Dog to the dog of the week. <laughs> What's that sound like? That's actually hilarious. Uh, <laughs> roof, roof, roof. <laughs> Right. Tommy's going to do one dog of the week per game. Um, just someone that he felt stood out, made a big impact on the game. That good. First game, ASU. I'm going to give it to Ernie, the newcomer. A lot of flag pulls. Uh, tackling in this league is is big. Well, flag pulls equivalent tackling. It's huge in this league. And he was all over the field, and uh, I'll give him the dog this week. Okay. UCLA. We're going to go with Austin. Two, uh, two safeties and three sacks. Uh, guys in the backfield the whole day. He is a beast. Uh, OU, I'm going to give it to Jimmy Friel. Wow. Three sacks and a safety. Uh, Jimmy's coming out party. Uh, you know, first time. Is this first time playing in the league? Yeah, yeah. first time playing Rookie in the league. Debut. God bless. Good for you, Jimmy. Keep it up. Uh, Notre Dame, we're going to give it to Douglas. Three pass breakups and a sack. All right. So yeah. they're your dogs of the week right there for Ooh, week one, yeah. dogs of the week. So now I guess left only left thing left Spanish. to do is for you two to do your power rankings. Alright, let's do let's do our power rankings are the power right rankings now. Different from the yes, the power rankings power will rankings be different from the standings. The standings are the standings go based on record. The the tiebreakers go in order, head to head matchup, point, point differential, difference. points you scored, and then if those three things are all tied and we're flip looking a for a uh, seating for the playoffs, you will flip a coin. That is in the rules that I sent out to all the captains. Okay. All right, Kurtzman, uh, give me the official standings yep. after week one, and then. Me and my father will do our power rankings. So, like I said, official standings goes by win-loss record and then the tiebreakers in which I just um, told you guys. So, with the number one team in the official standings is UCLA. They are 1-0 and finish with a point differential of 22. Oklahoma second, Arizona State third, Notre Dame fourth, Clemson fifth, Arizona, Arizona sixth, Ohio State seventh, and TCU eighth. But... Like I said, those are just those are just the standings in terms of playoff picture. These are how our panel, the what, power rankings coming up, are how our panel feels about the teams. All right, uh, Dad, I'll turn to you first. Give me your power rankings. All right, now mind you, I'm not going with record here. I'm going by how I feel strength of the teams are. Okay. Go Number for one, it. I have uh, Oklahoma. That's Kurtzman's team. Okay. 
Number two, I have a team that lost to Christmas team, OSU. So far, talented. I, I know Oregon's <laughs> getting up to leave. He, he has a victory under his belt, but I got him at number three. I'm going to shit on them on Saturday, okay. Sunday, whenever we play, Monday, Tuesday. I don't care. I'm going to shit I, on them. You back that up, and you could jump up in the standings. Right now, I got you at three. Uh, four, I have Notre Dame. Uh, a heady quarterback and a great athlete in Q. I'm going to put them at four. Five, I got Arizona, another team that lost. Uh, even though uh, they didn't come up with the W, I feel they have a strong team and they will improve during the season. Number six, UCLA, even though they won and they had the largest margin of victory, I believe, uh, I was disappointed in what I saw from them. I expect more. They are capable of doing it. I got them at six now. Number seven, Clemson. And at the bottom, I got TCU. Okay, my uh, power rankings go, I have Oklahoma 1, Christmas team. I have Arizona State 2, Augie's team. Uh, 3, I have Ohio State. Oh, wait a second, I'm sorry. Did you have Augie's team in third? You changed your mind? Yeah, I changed it. Oh. Well, I changed it because <laughs> I'm looking. I, I changed it. They play next week. Uh, I'll take, I think Augie, Augie's team right now has a few more playmakers than Ohio State. Listen, Ohio State could easily be the best team in the league. Jake, yes, is obviously the number one playmaker in the league. But all yes. discounting everybody else on that team. No. Ooh, and Urshela makes a crazy play at third. But let me continue with my power I think Jack Julius. I did. You I did say they're the best tandem in the league. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Let me let me Abby finish. Tyson let me finish. Thomas. I have Oklahoma at one. Arizona State two. Ohio State three. Notre Dame. Sam Allen at four. I got UCLA at five. A little bit different than you. I have them ahead of Arizona at six. Seven, I have Clemson. Obviously, a lot of potential to move up, but I need to see, you know, less slop, five turnovers. And then TCU, haven't seen their full team, can't really evaluate yet. I got them last at eight. Uh, that's that's our power rankings right there. A few disagreements, but we will see who proves to be more in the right as the weeks go on. Uh, that's it. Do we have anything else before we get out of here? Very long podcast, 50-minute podcast yeah. today. Um, I, yeah, I love, I loved how ever how committed everyone was for week one. I'm ha- uh, the turnout was great. Um, I thought the field situation was fine. Um, the turf is going to be a week by week basis based on if they have availability. I paid for the grass, which was way cheaper, and we get the turf whenever no one is on it. Um, the referee situation we already talked about should be taken care of going forward. I will make sure to have no more no show, no call referees because I don't. I was. If you saw me on Saturday, I was just as mad about it as everyone else was. Um, all in all, it was a good week one. I think we saw a lot from a lot of teams, and there's a lot to still be answered. Questions still to be answered about a lot of teams. Yep. All right. Uh, do we have anything else before we get out of here, Dad? You got anything to say or no? No, I'm good. Augie? See you next week. All right. uh, We'll be back on Wednesday or Thursday for the preview. And that will be it for uh, this week for episode 28, uh, week one recap. So if you guys are listening on as the Yankees give up a not a home run, a deep fly to the center, uh, (laughs) um, we will see you guys next week. If you're listening on Apple, subscribe. If you're listening on SoundCloud, make sure to follow the page. You'll get the notifications the moment it's posted on either if you decide to do either whether you be subscribed or follow on SoundCloud. <laughs> uh, that's it. I'm a fuck with you. I'm a fuck with you. See you guys for the preview. I'm a fuck with you.